Starting this October 25th to the 27th, it's Stocktoberfest. Come down to the Lakewood Military Surplus Warehouse and get 25% off all your surveillance and tracking needs. GPS, night vision goggles, spy cams, deer urine, and more. Don't let the gal you've had your eyes on miss out on your special attention. Creep on down to Stocktoberfest at the Lakewood Military Surplus Warehouse. For a special online discount, enter promo code WILLWEEDEN at checkout. And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. Speaking of battery operated, mm. Amish women. Just a piece of wood. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. You think? Like Polished what? steak. The mighty Quinn. There's no uh, debate about that. <laughs> Was Jesus a woman? <laughs> and I'm your announcer, Elliot Dagan. A uh, curvy South Korean woman has found... Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Say that slower. A uh, curvy South Korean woman... Hi, everybody. It's the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. You may know me from uh, Teen Talk. <laughs> South Bay joke there. And uh, to the right of me is the great Elliot Dagan. How's it going today? And, uh, again, we don't know who's filling in for Buck, but no Buck today. Buckle, Buck will be back on the Bu- next show. Buckle? Buckle. <laughs> that is new nickname? Yeah. The Buckle. Buckle will be back. It's funny. Before I met Buck, I had a friend named Jason Buckles, who was a brother, and he was exactly like Buck. Hmm. He was like the black Buck. Wow. So I always wanted them two to meet, and I think they'd marry each other. They'd like, just decide they were gay once they met. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what happened to the guy. I can't find him on Facebook. But anyway, so I thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. Wait a second. Who, who's this guy yeah, over here? Yeah, you, you forgot someone. The Mighty Quinn is back. <laughs> For I don't know you've been here for like I don't know like I, I feel eight, like nine I, shows in I, a row. I feel like I've been here for at least nine or ten years. And how are you enjoying your time on the Far Out Podcast? Uh, I hope it never ends. It's so funny. I'm waiting for it to, but I but I but I hope it never ends. <laughs> the, the funny thing is getting Quinn to anywhere, do the show anywhere in, in the first place out of the house. I was pulling teeth and having Buck and I were having to have like an intervention on him just to do yeah. one goddamn show. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. Email. Oh yeah, great. Sounds great. I've got ideas and everything. Now, <laughs> way into it. I told you I'm going to take over. I almost feel kind of miffed because I mean, the, the <laughs> good thing I get out of it, the show's great. You're doing a great job, but but there's part of me that's like, you know, I pulled teeth to get you here, <sighs> and now you're here like, oh great. No love for my effort. Uh, that that is the love for your effort. I'm putting in the effort. I'm putting in the the job. You know, I'm doing the best I can to. You know, to bring it, to bring good. Well, thank you, and Elliot. You know, uh, to to blow hard for a minute. We oh. are starting our fourth year doing this show. Oh, is it four now? Jeez. This is the fourth year of the show. We're almost up to episode two hundred. That's Jesus. crazy because I've been doing it for nine. So wow, I don't know how the hell that happened. Time flies when you're in here. Yeah, time just gets eaten away while you're in the garage. I wish we had a time lapse photo of how the garage, the garage has changed. I feel safe. <laughs> But the, the the cool thing is starting this show. It came. It was a rocky start in the beginning, and it settled down. And now we're still doing it, which is to me, it's a, it's a great thing to feel just as enthusiastic about coming here to do the show as I did the first day we did 
the Far Out podcast as I did the first day we did low budget as you know in first day I did Brian's show and so uh, it's so cool that you know that enthusiasm you want to just keep beating the last show you know how can we do better this time you know so I think everybody that's hung out for that long listening to the show for this long and uh, I'll have these weird moments where sometimes I'm you know taking a shower and thinking and I'm like man there are some people who have listened to every one of these shows and they've they've spent, you know, hundreds of hours <laughs> listening to us talk. <laughs> I hope we made your lives better. <laughs> or at least not so boring at work. But uh, as I've been doing this show, uh, I, I have I always have kind of little creative things I'm working on, on the side. And I've mentioned it before, but I wrote a novel. And I wrote the first draft of my first novel. And so I was very, you know, when, when you hit that last sentence... And you hit return, and you're like, oh, shit, I wrote a novel. Like, that's a great feeling. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, it was just like working on it on Saturday mornings, working on it on my lunch break, working on it, you know, all this time and developing this story and making these characters. And I, there's a big investment, you know. And nobody had read a single line of what I had written for the last year and three months until uh, a couple days ago. On a, I have a, a writer's group I joined. The LBC Writers Group in Long Beach meets of, up at the Barnes and Noble in Long Beach. A lot of thugs there. No, no, it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of I, I don't want to talk badly of them, but but it's a bunch of writers. So it's people between you know like forty and like seventy that all have written books. Some of them published. They're writing memoirs. <laughs> yeah, one guy did have a memoir. And so these guys all come together and they bring in their work. And then everybody reads like, you know, 5,000 words, like, you know, 12 pages of people's work. And then they proceed to shoot a hole in every little piece mm. of the writing. Yeah. That sounds like fun. And oh, my God. The first day I was there, it was like my first time at the meeting. So I didn't get the assignment to read anything. So I just sat and listened. And there's nothing kind of funnier than listening to somebody critique something you haven't read. And so they're sitting there talking to this one guy who was taking notes, and they're like, I'm reading your screenplay, and you introduced 16 characters in the first four pages. Ooh. Do you realize what you've done? The guy's taking <laughs> a note like, oh, I guess that's bad. He's like, uh, then, haven't you seen Goodfellas? <laughs> and people are just ripping apart each other's work and, like, and doing it in the most clear and concise way and just basically tearing it down. It's like a legal mm-hmm. argument. You find this piece, you want to shoot every hole, find every problem with it, so then that person can go back and fix it. Mm-hmm. So I brought in my novel that nobody had ever read, and I brought in the first like 12 pages, and I walk in thinking, you know, I think this is pretty good. You know? <laughs> oh. And for 30 minutes, 12 people told me everything that was wrong with it. And that's kind of like sitting in a room and everybody, everybody tell you why you suck. For twelve mm-hmm. minutes, and mm-hmm. like, and, and and then you know, one person's like, "I ha- I hated the first line." Whoa! And then somebody <laughs> else is like, "Great first line." Like, oh, great! <laughs> oh, but they, you only remember but the, the second line sucked. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, "Then this next metaphor doesn't make sense." And then somebody else taking apart a joke I wrote, and like, no, but 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 that, but that's a joke, you know? There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing worse than having someone dissect your joke. Yeah, 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 it kills it. And then you're like, oh. That, yeah, you feel terrible if someone like dissects your joke. They're like, well, you know, this is why it's actually not funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure, Elliot, we've enjoyed that conversation many times, writing yeah, bits we, for the show. Yeah, we, we rip each other's shit apart. But they just rip my ass apart, and one guy's like, you're trying too hard to be clever. I'm like, 
Like, clearly, he doesn't know the great Todd Perry. Well, clearly, he didn't find me clever. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse. And then someone's like, you know, th- this dialogue is all people just trying to be too witty, and there's mm. no substance to this. And, like, people just ripped it apart. But the guy who runs the, the entire thing, the silver lining ones, he's like, Todd, this has potential, but it's flawed. <laughs> and so, like, I came home, like, and I had a stack of just like marked up versions of my book and I walked in the door and then I put on the DVR the Raiders getting their ass handed them by Denver the other day and I just sat down I was like I think I can kill myself now did you take a rape shower <laughs> yeah I just for for two days I just felt like shit you know and then like by the third day I was like I'm gonna get these bastards back and turn in the next version it's gonna be completely perfect and everyone's gonna love me <laughs> because I, I've Taken a bit of criticism, you know, you get it when you do the podcast. You've done the mm-hmm. podcast for a long time, you get you know, an angry email or somebody writing shit about you on a message board. But I've, I've learned <clears> to have <throat> a pretty thick skin and none of it really gets to me. And it's the same thing with the show. Like the numbers go up, the numbers go down, people come in, people, you know, you know and I listen to shows for a while that I love and then I stop listening to them and, you know, that's how the world works. But uh, the funny thing is with a podcast is that um, that's, that's you, you know, you, you know. That's your personality. People like you or they don't like you or they stop mm-hmm. liking you. And that's a, that's a weird thing to settle in your own mind. You know, <laughs> people stopped liking me. I'm no longer interesting. <laughs> so, um, but uh, podcasting-wise, I'm not emotionally involved in it anymore. I just want to make a great show, and I'm, right. I'm glad when more people are listening than not. I, you know, the criticism doesn't bother me. The book thing, though, that was just a fucking kick to the nuts. But I'm going to finish this bitch and make it perfect, <laughs> and all y'all can suck my dick. It was a challenge. It was, you know, take it that way. And, yeah, and just to, just to get better, and that's, that's why you join these groups, is yeah. to be criticized. Right. But, uh, yeah, my wife was like, I couldn't go through it. <laughs> and it is hard because you're sitting there for 30 minutes and you're just sitting on the, you, know, you feel like you're on trial. <laughs> and you want to fight back. And one person in the group was like, I, 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 there's some line about, she was in the book about, you know, she's very attractive for a scientist. That like the, <laughs> the guy in the book. And this girl's like, I'm a scientist. And there are many attractive scientists. I don't know why you're saying that. And I'm like, the character said yeah, that. Not I me. No, God. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, so now with that, let's get to some news. You see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Dios mio, man. Okay, first one we got. Uh, Christy Black had stolen the cash from her boyfriend and put it in a hiding place. Hmm. Uh, before she was injured trying to remove the money. Okay. Uh, the 43-year-old reportedly used a toilet brush and tongs to try and pry out the stolen goods, but... Wait, wait, wait. Where, 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 where did she hide it? Well, you can take a guess, but ended Anus? up bleeding severely, according to police. Now, okay, so what exactly did she steal? Cash. Cash. Money, money, money. Dollar, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And, and where, did, where can you get <laughs> money out with a toothbrush? A toilet brush. Toilet. And tongs. So she she shit the money out? Yeah, she didn't hear that uh, story about effectively pooping earlier. That would have really helped her. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, she's charged with theft and arrest warrant, blah, blah, blah. I can understand eating change and <laughs> passing change, but I feel like a dollar bill would digest. Oh, no, no, no. She, I think she inserted yeah, it. Yeah, she went. She uh, muled it. It went out, in and out the same 
place. Oh, so she stole her boyfriend's money, and I'm sure you 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 ball that up like you twist it up like a. It's a wad. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. You don't just like shove it in like a big handful of sweaty cash and just. just... Apparently, she did if she was bleeding profusely. Poor Abe Lincoln. <laughs> it's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh. So she sold the cash after he had set a trap to see if she would take the cash. That's a bad relationship. Uh, but you know what? Do you kind of love a woman more that would keister a bunch of money? Like, I feel like <laughs> she might have robbed you, but she has good potential when you work together as a team. Like a Bonnie and Clyde thing. <laughs> like, I'm going to steal the money, and you're going to hold it for me. <laughs> like, that's a bit different than when women get older. Like when we were in when in India, my wife at a certain point she didn't have pockets or whatever, so she she stuck some like rupees in her bra. Yeah, and I'm like, you're officially not young anymore. The moment you start holding things in the bra, yeah. Once you start using the bra as a purse, I once knew a woman named Rakshana that I worked at at Sears, and she said, "My left tit is checking, my right tit is savings." <laughs> so this woman's asshole must be uh, her 401k plan. Well, so here's uh, where it goes out. Uh, Black admitted to taking the money and medication. She stole some pills. No, no. Did, did she keister the pills? Because those no, could she, break down. She vomited up the pills. Oh, my God. So she apparently took all of the... She took the mummy, put it up her ass. She took the pills and put that in her mouth. <laughs> this woman needs a piggy bank. Or I would have solved all the problems. Or a purse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she took it because the boyfriend was kicking her out. Oh, so she stole all his yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah. And she needed the money to get a new place. Well, I mean, is she leaving the house buck naked? You know, is it is this like um, American Gangster? Where like he's like, you need to leave the house naked. I want to make sure you didn't steal anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's not uh, that's not said. Yeah. But she went to uh, the uh, ER, severely bleeding. Wow. Yeah. So she, she must have swallowed coins. She, uh, you know, well, you're digging it out with a toilet brush? Was she put a toilet yeah, brush up her bunk? I don't, I don't know, know why I, she needed that to. The tongs, get I get. Out. I get the tongs. I, I can. I can see some logical to the tongs. But I, the toilet brush. That's why not just her finger. I, I mean, you know, if, toilet brush is large. Yeah, that's well. That's not a thing to get something out. That's a. That's a cleaning tool you shove down. Yeah. And, yeah. Like she, I, well, let's not forget she's on drugs. So maybe yeah, she had she to vomit the drugs back. She up. wasn't <laughs> thinking of of the the uh, most reasonable solution to her problem. That's true. And then when you're at the toilet, what do you have at your disposal? <laughs> I mean, personally, I'd go for the, you know those uh, little floss things with the the little brush on the end that you can put in between your teeth. I oh, figured, yeah, yeah. figured that would be an effective tool, much more so than a toilet brush. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I can. I really can't help you on this one, Todd. All right. Far out news. Why can't you share your bit? Uh, Toronto, a 71-year-old Owen Sound man who believes God wanted to have an Amish wife was convicted Friday of criminal harassment of a local Amish community. Now, is this man? Maybe this man isn't Amish. Uh, this man is not. Hmm. Uh, so. He just want, He was like, the women here aren't plain enough. <laughs> they just aren't. You know, they're not part of God's people. It's That's like true. the the non Jews that go on J date to to find uh, to find love. I know about that. Yeah. Did you, did you guys screen those people out? No, no. We we, we took their money. It's a J date. <laughs> uh, he watched and harassed members of the Amish community south of Owen Sound, particularly women and children. 
making them fear for their safety. They're like, who is this creep at the barn raising? <laughs> what? This guy's clean shaven. I don't think he's supposed to be here. Right. He's trying to fit in. <laughs> he got like a fake beard. He doth not belong here. <laughs> Jebediah. <laughs> who is this Englishman walking in here? Are you English? Uh, I, did, I just came for the women. <laughs> uh, he'd follow them around to national grocer stores. And that's what they call them, grocers. Okay. Uh, I guess that's where the Amish shop. Okay. Uh, he had binoculars and a note containing times Amish women would be in public when police arrested him on June 18th. Oh, wow. So all the guy was just trying to get a good Amish wife. Why didn't he, can you convert to Amishism? <laughs> like, can you become an Amish? That's a good question. Or are you born in Amish? Harrison Ford did it in Witness. That's true. Now, but was there like a ceremony? Uh, did they like Baruch Atah <laughs> And then they, they went into his house and they seized anything battery operated? No, he, I mean, he was working for the police, so... Uh. Speaking of battery operated, hmm. Amish women. Just, They're battery operated? Just a piece of wood. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. You think? Like a, like a, a like polished old, steak? All, all old Roman times? Yeah. Right. I've actually heard that there are some modern Amish people now that have a uh, technology outhouse, basically, where they keep their computer and telephone and all their, their modern stuff, and it it looks like an outhouse. So, like, they're going out out of their, you know, take a dump out of their home to yeah to you know get on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they <laughs> sell all that shit they make. Yeah, and I know there there they was sell like, it online, right? Yeah, they sell it online, but there was a. Uh, there was like some story about how because they had to have some kind of technological, you know, connection. Mm-hmm. There was like one phone at the very end of their town where the Amish were before it. Did turned they have back. a modem? Said like a, <laughs> a fourteen hundred baud modem hooked up to it. Like they had to, yeah, they had to go out of their town to use this technology. Wow. But you know, somehow I like the Amish still. Like there's yeah. a lot of old like crazy religious stuff. I'm like, oh, those guys are morons. Amish, I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, like they just, yeah. yeah, they don't like technology or any modern conveniences. As a child, I remember I watched Witness, and they, they had like these toys, like these Rube Goldberg machines with like the marbles that the <laughs> yeah. kids play with. And, I, and as I watched Witness, I was like eight, and I was like, "That's badass! Yeah, like yeah. that's better than my little you know Donkey Kong fake arcade game I have. Like this thing with the marble that Lucas mm. Haas is looking at, and the marbles going around." I, like I could get I, that would amuse me to this day, hmm. but maybe I'm just getting old. Yeah. And carpentry sounds like a, a good time. Maybe that should be the new thing. You know, how guys get weird hobbies when they get older. Right. Like you get into your your mid thirties, and now I've got trains. guys. Yeah, they get into trains, and they start getting into making their own beer. Like maybe the new hipster thing is just being hipster Amish. Next time on the Far Out Podcast. You are getting sleepy. Listen to my voice. You are going to the place where the brain meets the majestic clouds. Oh God, what's happening to the show? You are at rest now. You are free. Now, Quinn. Yes, Elliot. I want you to hand me your wallet. Falls, a picture of a sign outside an Anglican church in Niagara Falls that sends a message of exclusivity when it comes to homosexuality has been has gone viral. Wait, inclusivity, inclusivity. 
Inclusiveness. Yeah. Uh, Billboard outside of St. John's uh, Angelican Church. Jesus had... Okay, here we go. Yeah, clean up your speech, Elliot. Jesus had two dads, and he turned out just fine. Oh. <laughs> so, so basically, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. This church is 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 doing the opposite of what you would expect a church to to do. That's going with which, the assumption which, that God is male. Yeah, he is. It's, it's well, the Jesus. Reason. Jesus was male. Well, with Joseph, there, was there's male. no there's no uh, debate about that. <laughs> was Jesus a woman? <laughs> no, well, he had woman womanly hair. Yeah, <laughs> it, it could have been like Hillary Swank in that movie, you know, but. But, but but that but that okay so he had Joseph, who was a dude, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and no, but he had two dads and a mom, a dad on, on earth, and then his heavenly father, who he also God. I, I think I think they're they're referring to God and Joseph. I mean, I like the idea. Okay, it, it, yeah, the, the 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 their their hearts in the right place. I, I I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. If you're into the whole gay thing, <laughs> gay Christian thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, the funny thing is, I saw the other day was uh, was seeing something, and you know they had the thing in Leviticus, like you know men lying with men, not cool in the Bible. Also, tattoos, you're going to hell as well. So, <laughs> bumming a dude is just as bad as getting a tattoo. So, mm-hmm. I feel that if Christians are going to persecute gays, they should mm-hmm. persecute the hip preacher with the tats on in there just just as much. You're also not allowed to touch um, pigskin according to the Bible. So, therefore. Nobody is ever allowed to play football again. So, oh so, really? Sorry, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> so Tim Tebow. Yeah, he, he should have quit the NFL. Well, he did. He's going to hell. <laughs> Maybe God wanted him not touching pigskin. That's why he sucked so bad for the Patriots and got cut. <laughs> well, you can't have shellfish. That's uh, that's mentioned several times in the Bible. Yeah. You can't have any kind of shellfish, which is funny that they. Why all did God it. make it so tasty? You can't. You can't do anything except just sit there. Yeah. But I, but then idle hands are Satan's playground, right? <laughs> All right, news. You ain't come one, but many time tainted. A curvy South Korean woman has found... Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Say that slower. A curvy South Korean woman yeah. has found 15 minutes of fame after being featured on a television for having a strange obsession with bikinis. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, Elliot. I think you just wanted to talk about <laughs> hot Korean chicks. The story had pictures with it, oh, but well, pictures I, are no good for the radio. Yeah, they're pretty good for me. <laughs> if, if it's a curvy South Korean woman, I'm into that. Uh, television program Martian Virus said that the woman. Yeah, the name of the show is Martian Virus. I, why do, why do we not have a name like that for this show? Forget Far Out Podcast. Yeah, Martian Virus is pretty fucking good. Pretty good. Uh, said the woman, I'm going to murder this one, Nyon Nyon, loves wearing bikinis so much that she wears them at home all the time. It sound, I think most of our listeners are like 25-year-old dudes with Asian fetishes, so I think they're into that. <laughs> why is this news? Uh, the fact that her father and grandmother at home with her does not bother her at all. All right. So she's just hanging out always in bikinis with everyone. So let's all visualize this. Yeah. Let's visualize a curvy Korean woman. Just everybody, just think about it in your mind. You know, the way the bikini drapes the thighs, <laughs> the way her heaving Korean breasts sit in the bikini. Well, let me give you some figures. She has a uh, 34, 24, 35. 
34. 24. Oh, so big big hips, small waist, big big chest. Big top. I like her. All right. Yeah. Yeah, very curvy. Does she have blonde hair? Uh, that always throws me when the Asian girls no. have blonde hair. I kind of like it, and then she, I kind of don't like she it. She does not. All right. I'm the only one here that's actually yeah, seen, you're, you're the seen only her here. picture. <laughs> uh, she said she has come to treat her house like a fashion catwalk <laughs> and changes in, out, in and out of bikinis constantly when she's at home. I like that. Maybe she can have some hype beer. <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in a neighborhood in, in North Torrance, which had a very high Korean population. Probably like a quarter of the students at the school I went to had a uh, were, were Korean. And so I grew up around a lot of very attractive Korean, cause Korean women. Mm-hmm. Real good looking. Yeah. Feisty, too. Yeah. Cindy mm-hmm. Chun. Uh, still hot today. Th- that's the thing about Facebook. All the hot Korean girls. You still stalking? They're still hot on Facebook. <laughs> the white chicks at 35 just all right. hit the wall, oh, gone God. through like the Kool-Aid man. All the Korean girls still still look great. Yep. Korean don't crack. <laughs> I like turtles. A Massachusetts woman is turning heads. She wearing a bikini, too. <laughs> turning heads away. Because I never hear of like hot chick from Massachusetts. Just, hey, why? Where'd you park the car? Has there ever been a Miss America from Massachusetts? No, I think not. Miss Southie. <laughs> like even like there the, probably has. Even the hot Kennedys weren't from Massachusetts. Like Jackie O wasn't from. Was Jackie O from Massachusetts? She was a hot broad man. I don't know, but Carolyn's not too bad looking yeah, she ain't too bad looking okay that but they have a different gene pool because they're the kennedys but besides that i can't think of any hot chick from massachusetts well you might change your mind any mass ass uh whether <laughs> it's riding her bike or driving a car stacy schnee because she's got a real good massachusetts name <laughs> lack of clothing has some people upset mm. so she's 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 like a nudist it's schnee, cold there to be a nudist schnee was recently pulled over while biking topless Okay. It's like that Queen video. <laughs> Fat bottom girls, uh, girls okay. on bicycles. Come on. Right. Fill in the blank, kids. I, was, I was thinking bicycle, and I was like, I don't remember anything going on in bicycle like that. Bicycle racing? <laughs> um, I always thought the bicycle race by Queen was Freddie Mercury trying to scream that he was a bisexual, but not completely saying it. It's like, bicycle, bicycle. <laughs> Bicycle. I want to ride my... Like, I always thought it was some kind of thing where, like, he was doing a dude and a chick simultaneously, and then... Do <laughs> you think there was chicks involved? <laughs> they, were riding, they were riding the bicycle, and then he was like, I could really turn this into a song. I don't know. <laughs> Bye! I'm glad you're thinking about Freddie. <laughs> In that way. W- yeah. While we're talking about topless chicks. <laughs> Power gay. Oh, okay. So uh, she got pulled over. Uh, she was confronted by officers, but she wasn't uh, arrested. She was left to uh, pedal home. So are you allowed to drive around naked? I have before. No. Oh, wait. Uh, so here's the kicker. Uh, she had flesh-colored pasties on. Mm. So it's it's the nipple is the law. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you can go naked full <laughs> on. Now, was was she showing v- vagina? No. No, she had uh, shorts or some shit, but okay. just topless. Yeah. You know, it's like a you know, it's uh, one of those clubs that they don't serve alcohol. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That that you know the weird thing is the strip club. Like in certain parts of LA, certain cities, you can't have full nude with alcohol. With alcohol, so you have a bunch of guys sitting around. They have a car and like a Red Bull, and I can't think of anything more like I'm gonna look at some chicks and have a latte. <laughs> Let me get a couple of Red Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> like the guy who goes out and has the Red Bull. Maybe, Quinn, this might be more your style because you don't drink alcohol. So would you sit in the strip club and, and drink coffee? You know, probably not. Like you're sitting there maybe with like the LA Times. Get a cappuccino. You know, yeah. I have found in the last, you know, 10 years or so that uh, there have been very few moments where I've thought, you know what, I want to go to a strip club right now. Like that used to appeal to me, and it just does not anymore because uh, everything that you can get at a strip club you can get for free on the internet. And uh, no, uh, there's no touching on the internet. <laughs> there's, 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 no touch, no touching. there's no touching in in uh, in strip clubs either. You can get a lap dance, you know. Well, yeah, but still, it, well, you at, know. The, at the strip club near my house, apparently you can get everything. Oh yeah, what, a, and what's this called, Elliot, for our Los Angeles listeners? Skin. <laughs> oh, it's uh, right off the. Four of, or the 10 at Robertson. Uh, it the, used to be Plan B? No, Plan B's, uh, Plan B's still around. It's kind of weird having a strip club named after the day after pill. Uh, <laughs> I think it's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. I think I think you know what you're getting when you go there. They, they have another <laughs> one called Morning After. <laughs> chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> just chlamydia. Just, just be club, honest. Clubmidia. Crabs. Just call it The Clap. <laughs> Where are you guys going tonight? The Clap. <laughs> All right, let's let's do one more news story. I don't got any more. That's it. Oh, that's it. We are done. <sighs> it's been a joy. <laughs> Has it been a joy, Elliot? Always. I thought you said a choy. A choy? I was thinking about the Korean girl. You're thinking about the Korean girl. <laughs> it's been a chunk. <laughs> it's been a Kim here. I'm glad <clears throat> you. Ca- I'm glad you Kimmed. <laughs> <laughs> 